How can you get ready for such and a thing? Then, <laughs> and here's the benefit of the cold. It, it sends water in there, so any fecal matter that might be crusty, it also exercises the colon in a way that you won't get anywhere because it, the colon does, like, the water flows in, so it expands the colon. And then when it flows out, it contracts, and it does help with that muscle. Mm -hmm. um, so, and the water, of course, is cleansing, and then it's removing, it's helping to soften anything that might be stuck in the crevices. Um, and you absolutely will feel your tummy will be flat. Did you say stuck in the crevices? The colon is curvy, you guys know that. So it has the pockets. I thought this episode was gonna be lighter. I did too. She just went right on in with that. Like this this is is talking about cleaning. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to put it out there. Like. Welcome to The Jealous Vegan, a podcast about healthy eating, habit change, and the hurdles we all need help overcoming. I'm Jennifer Hunley, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, also known as The Voice. Today we are joined by April Cunningham, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, health and life coach, also known as the influencer. Lisa Carter, founder of Kinetic Fitness, also known as The Balancer. So many things to love about the springtime. So as a person who has a, a good Friday night is cleaning out her closets, I have to say that I especially love this time of year because you just feel like inspired to do that kind of thing, right? Every day I go downstairs and I have this, I have a, what I call a Costco closet, right? So, you know, when you shop at Costco, you've got so many things you need to store. And then I have... It's a bunker. Basically, yeah. right? My Armageddon closet. No, and then I also have... Huh? Everybody who shops at Costco has a bunker yeah. closet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a, a coat closet where I also have like bags, which I used to have like a real bag thing, uh, like mostly luggage, but you know, I, so I just have all of these bags and I have, you know, more than I need. And so every other day I go in there and I'm like, I want to throw everything out and just start over. But anyway, so it kind of in the, the mode of spring cleaning, um, let's talk a little bit about cleaning your body. Yes. You're all about it. Colonics. Ah. Oh, come on. I would love to do it, but I'm also kind of scared. What you mean? It cleans it cleans out. Okay. Okay, like, come on, man. <clears throat> baby step it. Baby step it. That I can't imagine step. using the bathroom in front of someone else. No, you don't use the bathroom in front of the person. Mm. Have you had a colonic before? No. no. I, just, I just said okay. I've never done okay. it. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so here's what. Warm water. You Ooh. lay on your side. Warm water goes into the colon. Okay. Like an enema. No, because an enema is like a, you generally a suppository and then you just go to the bathroom later, right? No, it's real time. And every, it comes out? Warm water I'm, in or coffee in or wa water and lemon in. Junk or, out. But, oil, you, but, but your, like body naturally, your, your body naturally, like, when, on its own time, right? Well, no, no, like, no. When I've had an enema, it was, I was a child. So um, that's what I remember. So when, this is when a I had mine. I was a child too. I remember like once you tilted me back upside, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Oh it was, my goodness! I was clean from then on out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's instantaneous. This is a machine. Okay. okay. This is a machine. Warm water. You lay on your side. They attach something to you. Yes. Okay. Like two, right? And it's they somehow they sanitize and make sure that it, water only flows 
the clean, only clean water in. There's a different tube or somehow the water's separated, then it flows out. How's it getting out? There's a tube, a second tube. <clears throat> I think it's one tube, but it, it, it like, it somehow, no, I, I don't, I don't know the actual mechanics, but here's what I know. They have to keep the clean water separate, obviously, and they do. Warm water flows into your colon to the point that you can, um, you know, you can feel it Evacuate. coming in. No, you feel it coming in, okay? And then when you're full, so to speak, as far as it can go, and then the water gets, comes back out. The, the, and the there's no person in there out. controlling the flow? There is someone, and they, there's someone that's very gentle, and they ask you, are you ready? And you start. How can you get ready for such and a thing? You, and, Here's the benefit of the cold. It, it sends water in there, so any fecal matter that might be crusty, it also exercises the colon in a way that you won't get anywhere because it, the colon does, like, the water flows in, so it expands the colon, and then when it flows out, it contracts, and it does help with that muscle. Mm -hmm. um, so, and the water, of course, is cleansing, and then it's removing, it's helping to soften anything that might be stuck in the crevices. Um, and you absolutely will feel your tummy will be flat. Did you say stuck in the crevices? The colon is curvy. You guys know that. So it has the pockets. I thought this episode was going to be lighter. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> she just went <laughs> right on in with that. You're talking like about cleaning. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to put it out there. Like colonics actually are, I don't know a good part. I used to, a holistic doctor, I know she um, had a whole service about it, but um, she doesn't uh, have someone uh, to do it, at least Lana at last check, but I absolutely recommended it. When I used to have, um, my my colon was impacted and I used to have really hard stools and difficulty going and regularity and such, and I absolutely believe in colonics. It helped me to get some um, elasticity back and move things through. You guys are looking at me like I have two heads. Okay, so. I, okay, is, any, is, any, is anyone else? I'm looking at you, Lisa. Isn't it shocking that she's so openly oh, having this conversation? Because this is the person who's like, bathroom. We've already bathroom. talked about the potty in the yeah. previous episode. I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about cleanses. But you know, April is good with like, when it has to do, when it's really like health oriented and like, she doesn't mind getting into that stuff. It's just when you go on vacation with her, you know? Close the door. What you talking about? <laughs> no, we're getting in there. We're getting in there. I wasn't ready. I'm yeah, gonna, I, I wasn't either. I mean, like, we, we started out. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I thought there'd be some kind of a, like ramp or warm up. We just went bam. Fine. Well, carry so on. So that's one thing that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the nuclear option for some people. I I'm mean, telling you, if, listeners, if you need okay, to get into crevices, we're all about progress over perfection. Yeah. You should at least try it, especially if you have lots of digestive issues or really slow regularity. Okay, that's all. So there are other things you could do yes, that, would, of course. that would maybe be slightly less invasive. So I think um, there's like... I think it's disodium <laughs> phosphate, um, which comes like in, in, a, in a pill form. And you have to, you know, probably take it in conjunction with a doctor's recommendation. It's not like it's a prescription or anything, but you just want somebody to kind of monitor there's like a I think a seven-day diet you do beforehand that kind of prepares your system for it and then it's like a one-day evacuation so you're basically like home just on a Sunday or something why are you looking at me like Dice, that so, well when you say well, this is the same way we looked at her for that's the colonic, true. Well, so no, but, but, but I mean you're in the comfort of your own home you and said you said one-day evacuation so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely 
threw me off a little bit. <laughs> well, and the problem I have, okay, the question I have is, okay, so you have you do some things to prepare your body, and then you take a tablet. Mm-hmm. It's like well, a series of tablets, tablets. like uh, over the course of a few hours. Yes, and then drink like apple juice or something. I can't remember right this second, but and then you wait to explode. No, you don't explode, but it it gets things. How's that different from a laxative? You could just take a laxative. Well, because it's natural. It's not like a laxative could be natural. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, I have not been cleansing properly. Well, no, and I don't recommend. I mean, but it's kind of like like I know the people that are that do like quarterly. They do like something to kind of see. Now, when I think of a tablet, I think of like when as you swallow it, what are you thinking? Bombs away. Like I mean, yeah. Hello. What happens next? I mean, you're waiting. And with a laxative, you got to take it, and then you kind of have to be near the bathroom because you don't quite know when it's gonna. Some people's body takes quickly. Um, You could take senna. I think it's senna is the name of it, Mm -hmm. which is a more a natural, an herbal Mm -hmm. laxative. You can get that in a tea, but it also irritates the colon. So there's something, and, and you, it's not meant to be taken regularly. It's something that's like for an emergency evacuation, to use Jen's uh, term, but it can also be irritating. So disodium phosphate, did you say? Yeah, I'll double check. I think standard process makes it. Okay, well, for that, I think you could just drink a saline solution like they give you oh, for yeah, when you're going to have a, uh, what do you call the thing? Like a GI test or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Leela's looking shook over here, y'all. You could also do um, like Epsom salt and warm water. Same different, same thing. Mm-hmm. This episode was supposed to be Cascara about juices. Sagrada. And- yeah, I. I I'm lots of, lots of sorry. Wait, so we just went wait. Off the rails. We're gonna back it on up. We're gonna back it on up. I'm gonna just tell back, the listeners, back, okay, that I just got hoodwinked because <laughs> they told me we were gonna be recording an episode about doing some juice cleanses and healthy foods, okay. And now we're here talking about colonics and emergency evacuations. I'm not, I wasn't prepared. So. My bad. Sorry. Back yeah, to yeah, juices. Yeah. Back to juices. So, so, so we were just. I've never done a couple, couple of ways. Like those. <laughs> yeah. So we also know that there are maybe less extreme ways yeah, to just yeah. give your body a sprucing up. Mm-hmm. That's where my inside. expertise comes in. Okay, yeah. great. Go, go <laughs> for it. Cue Lisa. <laughs> Yeah, juice cleanses, I've done those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, emergency evacuations, mm -mm, lay sideways, flush, (laughs) crevices. I I haven't haven't done any, uh, clearly I need to step my cleanse game up. Because... I might not be as spring clean as I think I am. You know? we, we just went off the rails, audience. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is how it is on the team. Our okay. version of spring cleaning includes hitting those baseboards. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what kind of spring cleaning you're doing. Yeah, clearly I was only vacuuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, with the juice cleanses, take it on up. <laughs> um, with the juice cleanses, I mean, I've had really good results with those just in terms of like, for me, uh, what I like about them, maybe not necessarily being clean on the inside, but it does absolutely give my body a reset. Uh, one of the biggest things that I found, like after I do a juice cleanse or something like that, is uh, a lot of things that I have I craved before the cleanse. I don't crave them after, like sugar. Yeah. I sleep better. My skin looks better, um, and so that's one of some of the biggest reasons why I do them is because I'm like, man, my sleep is awful Mm -hmm. and all I want is gummy bears like 24 seven. And so it's like, okay, I need to like push the sugar out of my body and like reset. And so 
they've been really helpful and useful in that way. What's the ideal length, do you think? I mean, I think it depends on the person. I think if you've never done a juice cleanse before, start off for sure with one day um, and gauge how you feel. Um, And then I think also having the mindset of sometimes we get into this mode where we're like, okay, I'm going to do this one day juice cleanse. And yes, they say don't have any food with it. But if you want some food, then, you know, have a little bit. Be mindful that you are like cleansing. So like I have had to. Um, maybe when I've taken on a three-day cleanse or a five-day cleanse, like it's not sustainable for me to not eat any food for three or five days. Uh, but they do say that you can eat raw fruits and vegetables. So I pack snack bags with like carrots and apples and small things that are not going to like junk up my digestive system. Absolutely no meat, you know, no, no dairy, no, no dairy, nothing, nothing processed, nothing processed and nothing that's really heavy. Right. Cause you're whole goal is to push through. Um, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. Watermelon's really good. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I really love to do cleanses in the springtime and in the summertime because it's a lot easier to find lots of fruits and lots of vegetables. Pretty much everything is in season. And so I can have watermelon and cantaloupe and I can have pears and nectarines and peaches, peaches, stuff that I can't usually find in the winter. Doing a juice cleanse in the wintertime is really hard because there's really nothing available besides apples. Mm, pineapples maybe if you go to whole foods you might be able to get some of those like cut up fruits um but it's a lot harder to just and i don't eat berries because i'm a texture person so (laughs) i don't like blueberries blackberries raspberries nothing that's gonna pop in my mouth i'm okay Mm -mm. so it makes it a lot harder Uh, i think what you hit on is key that um and this is true with what i started with colonics and then whatever else, right? Saline <laughs> solution. But juices ha- are really high in water, yes. right? So, and fruits and vegetables are ha- much higher in water than rice, let's say, and certainly generally than meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that water that helps to soften the colon, soften any matter there so that it can be moved through. And mm-hmm. then you're eating, if you're following up with carrots, something really high in fiber. So it does give you know, the colon, something to move through. Colon is a muscle. So mm-hmm. I think that's, and water in general, just drinking water is good, right? If really, it quite literally rinses your body out. Yeah. So I've, um, I've only ever done, I think the juice cleanse, Lisa and I have done juice cleanses together a couple of times to varying degrees of success. Yep. But I, I like the suja juice cleanses they're pretty good Mm -hmm. you know i like the suja juice cleanses and you can find them at uh, whole foods or on amazon or on amazon now i will tell you the last time i ordered a suja juice cleanse and it's funny how your brain shifts and your thinking becomes different because i ordered the suja juice cleanse three-day cleanse i was so excited to get my juices they shipped them to me in this big styrofoam box. Yes, with the best little, like, uh, icy... Ice gels. Thank you. And 18 plastic bottles. <laughs> and I was like, I'm killing the whole This earth. is awful. Styrofoam box, 18 plastic bottles. So I was like, <clears throat> I can't. I can't. So it's, it's so funny because it's something that I wouldn't even have thought of before, yeah. like the plastic bottles. So, uh, But I do love Suja, and they are good. Um, the juices are really good. But I have found a place. We are in Washington, D.C. We say this in almost uh, every episode, but it's important. So, like, some of the things that we talk about might not be in your area. 
Um, so we live in Washington, D.C. There's a place in Bethesda called Puree, which I love. They actually make all of their stuff in-house, and they just started delivering. So they'll mm-hmm. deliver to you, um, and they come in glass bottles. I was like, glass bottles? <laughs> you were my people. I would check that out. Kepra is the same way on H Street? Yeah, Kepra. And there's this place, Drink, that's on uh, 14th oh, yeah. Street. Yeah, J-R-I-N-K. They yeah. have one Drink. Um, Drink. They have one near Eastern Market now, uh, like uh, behind the whole. I mean, the Trader Joe's. We should also call out Turning Natural. On, Turning Natural, yes. Street. Yes, um, they have really great juices. Really good juices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Classic they're... bottles, though. But... <laughs> Sorry. And that's the that's the that's the toxicity, right? We're talking about yeah. in this episode, like plastic bottles. Plastic <laughs> is a huge, like, environmentally terrible. Thing, yeah. widely yeah. used plastic is everywhere yeah. and it is terrible for the planet yeah and I, before I became really like aware of that and present to that me ordering a I mean I was ordering juice cleanses all the time and they were coming in plastic bottles and I was thinking nothing of it and I'm just chucking the plastic bottle chucking the, but this recycling? last yeah yeah recycling but this last time I don't I'd be, maybe because I've become very aware of the plastic bottles and the environmental impact that I just was like, ah, can't do this with the styrofoam box and the plastic bottles. I can't do it. Right. So um, I love Suja, but I said I was going to try. Um, and I get it for companies, you know, plastic is probably more affordable and accessible and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's even something for like another episode of like, how do you navigate that when you're trying to be environmentally aware um, but also trying to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to not buy suja because they're in a plastic bottle necessarily. But, you know, what could I do or how could I um, make my environmental footprint lower? Um, right. Well, and, that's a whole. And, well, and let's talk about that, too, because I, I feel like I mean, I buy bottled water because I don't I, I don't have a sink where I can attach a purifier to it. Mm-hmm. And I, when I've tried different pitchers. I, I don't like the taste of the water. Oh, terrible. Uh, I've even tried water that was electro. Um, what do you call it? Alkaline. Alkaline water. Thank you. Um, a pitcher that could alkalize the water. I don't. I don't like it. So, but then I'm buying the alkaline water from Trader Joe's, and I'm looking at it. It's in my cart, and I'm just like, ah, how could I be doing this? How yeah. often do I? You know, I, I buy these. I buy six or seven of these bottles every couple weeks. Like. Why don't you take like a glass glass containers to moms? Couldn't you get that water really cheap there? You can just fill it up. Where can I get these fabulous glass containers? Have you noticed they're mostly? I've seen the ones they're that I've seen plastic. They're plastic. Yeah. Mm. You might have to like search Amazon or something for your own bottles. But then I wonder, like, will places fill it up if you just bring a random bottle? Moms does because they okay. don't sell plastic. But they're okay. also heavy. And then now where I, where I store them because I have a space issue. So if I wanted to have six of those, you know, I could get those. The kind of jugs that you would you sometimes used to see wine in is old glass. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're big. They're like that the, the regular size, actually bigger probably than... The gallon-sized water you would buy, they're glass, they're heavier. Um, it's hard to... I know what you're talking about. But, but anyway, so yeah, yes. so I, six of them will not fit in the same place where six of the plastic ones will fit because they're yeah. bigger. They're also heavier when they're full, so then how, get a, to, get, to get them upstairs. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It is a huge... So if any it's listener huge, yeah. has it's an option, something that they they're using, I live in a condo space and I... 
love it, but I do feel I'm challenged for water and I've been trying to solve this problem. How can I, I could buy some plastic jugs that are reusable. That's one way to go about it, but it's still plastic. I want to get mm -hmm. off of plastic mm -hmm. altogether. Um, they're terrible for the ocean. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, so if anybody has an idea, uh, a picture or something that something they've, if they've solved the water problem, how to have good water, good tasting water that is not in a plastic container, please, 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 please reach out to us. Yeah. yeah. Email, direct message, something. Yeah. I, I'm trying to solve the water problem locally at the I'm Cunningham to, house. So say I'm trying to solve the water problem too, but yeah. I think it's a different water problem. Um, so I don't, have a, I don't have an issue with buying gallons of water especially because I buy distilled water mm -hmm. and I recycle though. I, I know now that plastic recycling is actually more costly than, than manufacturing new plastic. So it'll be interesting to see mm. what happens um, in well, the next how, few but, years. But how does that even work? Do they burn it? They can't burn it. I, I don't know what they do. They can't burn it because it produces, unless, they, unless this has changed, you can't burn plastic because of the, what it releases into the environment. Right. Um, Chlorofluorocarbon. It, it takes forever to break down. Mm -hmm. So I don't actually know how it works. And honestly, when I've come across different, I've, I've tried to research how living in the district, how we're supposed to separate our recycling. Right. But I have a hunch. I can't. They this don't. is non-official. This world according to April. Okay. I just have a hunch that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they just throw it in the yeah, landfill. Yeah, they just sense yeah. that they really do separate the plastics no, and do sure. something special with it. Yeah. Just from the way the garbage yeah. men kind of handle it and how lackadaisical <laughs> people like, are about it. Like just, I just from observation i just don't yeah, feel like don't they, they care, care that much yeah so that's interesting Agreed. because i've been trying to get off where, where i find i want to get rid of plastic and disposable things in my life is when i entertain so i i have uh, i think 48 glasses stemless wine glasses that i got um, that are, you know, that I only pull out for when I'm going to have company and then they go back in the box after they're clean. And recently I had, I think it was about 40 people here and I did have disposable plates, but then when we ran out of those, I put out regular plates and somebody was like, uh, do you have any, any more of the disposable plates? And I was like, no, just use a plate. They're like, oh, I don't want to. And I would really like to get off of disposable Plastic. things when I'm entertaining, yeah. you know, just, and, and really even having like a company set of, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Back in my grandmother's day, that's what you had. Yeah. You had utensils. a family set and you had a yeah. entertaining set. set. Yeah. So I did buy some recently at my favorite home store. Um, but I think I only bought like 12 dinner plates and 24 appetizer plates and like 18 dessert plates or something like that. So it's hard when you're having a larger buffet style party. It's just easier, to you know, to use plastic. Disposable. I mean, and, and even with that, we were still in the kitchen for what seemed like the whole night. Well, it's the mindset too, right? I mean, to come back to Leela, we were talking about juices and cleanses, right? It's the mindset of like the long-term effects of what we're eating, mm -hmm. the long-term effect of what we're using. Um, cleanses, the body cleanses itself regularly, right? I remember my grandmother saying to me, when I was asking her some feminine questions. She's like, you don't need to worry about that. You know, your lady parts clean themselves. <laughs> Which they I, do. I you know, mm. Yeah, it, right? And yeah. so the body knows how to cleanse itself, but then 
what we're eating day to day can also facilitate that process or it can slow it down, right? right? Which is why digestion, you do need to keep things moving along. And if you things are not moving along, that indicates that there's an adjustment that needs to be made somewhere in the body, which is where juice cleanses can help. Um, when I did a cleanse, uh, the uh, naturopathic doctor put me on a plant-based cleanse where I had to remove anything, any, any animal products. Um, and she... It had to be whole foods to the extent possible. None of that bag salad stuff. It had to be all natural, organic, wherever possible. Um, no uh, added sugars. Um, it, so that basically reduced me to tea, which is actually how I became a tea snob. Um, and she also put me on colonics. See, see, it, it all comes back. And uh, a liquid well, calcium. Where it all comes out. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Definitely not hope it comes back. <laughs> nope. Uh, and, and a cow mag. A cow oh, yeah, calcium mag, magnesium. Liquid cow mag, which... Um, which is good for yeah, helping cleaning. to... Yeah, it's it's like a stool softener, a natural stool softener to keep things moving. And I'm telling you, on that thing, on that plan, it was like a 10-day plan. The end of the 10 days was going after every meal, which for me was unprecedented. Unprecedented, um, but it is important, and I felt better. My stomach, the bloating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, dairy is a bloater. <laughs> Dairy's a bloater. Um, <laughs> meat can cause meat bloating. can cause bloating. Well, really, it's all about inflammation. Proce- all of those pro- things cause inflammation. Inflammation, exactly, which leads to pain and all sorts of other issues. Right. By the Cancer. way, slightly off topic, but not really. I have noticed in talking about the inflammation. That uh, recently, like, I feel like my back hurts all the time. My stomach hurts all the time. The bloating, right? And we talked about this, uh, the inflammation and the all of that sort of thing. I've been eating, I think, maybe a little bit more meat than usual. Um, just because, you know, it's there. And I haven't been really thoughtful about it. Um, You're also cooking for a carnivore now. Like a, a diehard carnivore, right? Well. Maybe not diehard, but. Not a diehard carnivore, but. I'm more mindful that there's somebody else in my space that, you know, prefers to eat meat. And, you know, he said the other day, why don't you just make two? Like one for me and one for you. And I'm like, who doing that? <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not. So Just make two. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> no. It's easy to say when you're not eat cooking, right? Eat all you right? want, we'll make more. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and I am, in my own opinion, not the most, like, I'm not the best cook. I mean, I cook well and, and it's fine, but um, I definitely don't like cooking enough or I'm not as, I'm not um, good enough at it that I can make like a vegetarian. Just whip out Just meal. Meal. Yeah, no like, no, I'm not doing that. You know, Lawrence Rassel. <laughs> right. That's what I need. Mm. Wait, we got to really talk to that guy. Yeah, we, we do. We do. We're, we're referring to News of DC audience. Uh, yeah, absolutely we do. Yeah, he's got to start cooking. Um... But yeah, noticeable difference in the inflammation and in the pain that feel? I feel mm. um, in my lower back. And, you know, I'm a hairstylist by trade, so I stand a lot. And that problem I noticed um, had gone away and stayed away for when I was eating healthier and I was doing cleanses regularly and I was being more mindful about that stuff. So I, I, it's interesting to watch how your body responds to like different things and being aware and present of that um, and seeing the need. I, I, 
I love that we're doing this episode, and I like I said, I like to do the juices in the springtime. Um, I think it's a perfect time for it, but also because I've been really feeling like I need to reset because there's a lot of like things happening that I that are ha- I don't want you to be happening. You recognize it's a trigger. Yeah, and I know that it's food related, but you got to get it out. And maybe not even a reset, maybe like a transition. Yeah, a full on transition, which is why we talk about we're not fully vegan. Uh, we're plant basers, right? To in varying degrees, but maybe yeah. it's time really for you to transition, yeah. right? Fully. Come on over to the dark side. Have cookies. Dark leafy green side. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But well, we talked about this in a previous episode when we taking questions. When we were taking questions from readers, it's the what you bring up, uh, Leela, is a very critical point of like what happens when you are you're in a relationship, a partnership with someone who has one way of eating. They haven't quite made the turn over to transition. Um, and you recognize, hey, I, I need to transition or I need to do, we need to eat differently. If mm-hmm. you either you eat like I eat because I need to eat for my biology, it's fine what you can eat, but how are we going to find a compromise in the same house when mm-hmm. there's one cook? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's not really sustainable for him to cook his own stuff and you to cook your own stuff. Yes, you can, but if you're going to eat together, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's a thing. So how do you how do you do that in a way that makes it so that you can get what you need and he can have what he needs as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's non trivial. Yeah, I mean, I, I did the same thing. Uh, I was married to a carnivore, and it was he. We we had we can't. Our compromise was he would eat uh, vegetarian. Um, in the house, because that's I cook, so I could cook one meal, and then if he wanted a burger or something else, we'd go out, and he could have whatever he wanted in the, you know, in the street, in the street, <laughs> yeah. and that was fine, yeah, because um, it simplified things for me and it simplified things at home, and also it also kind of sneakily got Helped him eating him, yeah. more veggies in the house, which is what I wanted because I recognized that it's just better, yeah. Um, so it's how you find that medium. That's a that's a non-trivial thing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, at our house, the good thing is that I am very vocal about why I want to do something one way or the other. Um, and so uh, he's very much like, well, if you feel the difference and if your muscles are inflamed and if you know that it's coming from meat and if that's a problem, I have no problem not eating meat because you're not eating meat because it's better for you. And if it's better for you, it's probably better for me, you know? And he's like, I, you know, if I really crave something that you don't want to make, I can get it from somewhere else. He does have like some family in the area. So he's like, I'm going to call up cousin whoever and maybe go, go have something. So that is great. Um, and I think a lot of times in relationships, being able to have that conversation because, you know, sometimes we just say, I'm going vegan or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that without communicating. Because really, the people who love you, they care about your health and your well-being, right? So if you're able to say, I'm making this transition because it's going to help me feel better. It's going to give me more energy. I'm not going to be in pain. I'm going to, you know, be able to to be better, be mm-hmm. be better and feel better. Um, a lot of times, and they're on board with that. And if you have people in your life that you can't have that conversation with, well, then that's a bigger problem, that's rough, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a bigger problem. Yeah. It speaks to the quality of the relationship, yeah. too, right? How do you know your muscles are inflamed, though, non-scientific? Like, how can you, how do you know? Uh, they hurt. Yeah, there's just pain. They literally hurt. And, you know, my back hurts almost all the time. Um, and <laughs> From being on your feet all day. Yeah, from being on my feet all day, which... Uh, I have become, and since starting the Jealous Vegan, but uh, I think a little bit before that, um, 
I started to become very aware of like how I'm feeling and how different things make me feel. And so I started noticing that from standing all day, my back was hurting and different things like that. Um, then when I started eating mostly plants, doing my juice cleanses, working out all the time, um, a lot of that pain subsided. I wasn't having those problems. I was sleeping better. My skin, you know, looked better. I felt better all around. And as I have maybe taken some of those things out of my diet or not stuck to my regimens like I'm supposed to, now I feel those things coming back. Mm -hmm. um, before, I want to say maybe in 2011, I had some fibroids and I had some surgery to have them removed. And the doctor told me that, you know, they're probably going to come back you know, we'll check again in a year or two. And I had no problems for from then until now. And now I can feel the difference. And I notice that I am eating more meat and I'm, you know, not taking care of myself the way that I was previous years when everything was fine. And so there, I, there's absolutely a correlation there because there can't not be. Um, I feel, you know, pain in my abdomen. I feel pain mm -hmm. in my back. And it's the same symptoms that I had before. Right. You recognize I, them. Yeah. And I know that that's what it's coming from. And so it's also interesting to me because I'm like, even though I know these things, it's still hard to like make the switch, right. you know, even though I'm, I'm completely aware that I need to eat more plants and they make me feel better and they're probably gonna help me feel better. It's still like, oh, but I just want a chicken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, that's fascinating to me. I, I have a client who like had cancer, and she said when she was going through her cancer treatment, she went completely plant based. And as soon as her treatment was done, she went back to eating her regular diet. Even though she's like, I felt amazing, and I know for sure that plant based helped me survive the chemo. Mm -hmm. Um, but yet she went right back and yes. that's always interesting to me how the mind works and yeah, the conversations we, I know we have with ourselves. Yeah. It's so interesting what you're pointing out because sometimes people feel like their bodies don't talk to them. Your body absolutely does talk yeah. in response yeah. to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. But you have to be able to listen to it. You have yeah. to be conscious of like to listen to it. And it speaks to some people feel like I, I believe what I can see. Only what I can see. And it's like, well, then you're missing a lot. Yeah. Because there's a lot happening that you may not be able to physically see, but you can absolutely feel. Mm -hmm. Gravity. <laughs> Gravity. Yeah. Right. How about electricity? Like, you, you're going to feel it. You might not see it. Yeah. You will know if you've crossed the line, <laughs> you shouldn't cross. <laughs> Pun yep. intended. Like, yeah. um, and so... You know, it's, it's so interesting because that's why the Jealous Vegan is here, because we recognize how difficult it is to transition mm -hmm. successfully and sustainably because of these different factors. And mm -hmm. it comes from a place of love. Like, and you're taught you come home from work. You don't want to make two meals. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm single. I don't you know, and I just wanted I just want it done. I, I just just. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all. So I think that's another reason why the juice or not juice cleanses, any kind of cleanse. cleanse is good because so many times we're not even aware of the symptoms that our body um, or the ways that our body is talking to us because it's been talking to us that way for so long. But when you do a cleanse and you see how you perform differently, you see how you feel different, then you realize, oh, that was 
a part of something that my body didn't like, you know, because um, I remember having this pain before I mm -hmm. started this kind of new lifestyle. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm a hairstylist. So that's what it comes with the territory. But honestly, I don't think it has to do as much with the standing as my joints are inflamed. And now the standing is a problem because mm -hmm. it wasn't when my joints were not inflamed, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes like doing a reset or a cleanse is really good because you get to clear the slate. But I encourage all of our listeners to be very aware of how your body changes as you reintroduce things back into your diet because it's a good way for you to gauge what is working for you and what's not working for you in terms mm -hmm. of what you're eating. Yeah. If the juice cleanse is too restrictive or maybe too extreme for some people, mm -hmm. I know at Costco they sell this, it's like $50, but it's a 12-pack of gluten-free vegan soups. I think it's made by Supergirl, S-O-U-P-E-R. Oh, yeah. Her soups are really... Yeah, yeah, and they're organic. She has a store in Tacoma Park. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. right, near, right near the metro. So, so in the Washington, D.C. area, at least, at Costco, I know you can get this... Supergirl pack and they call it a cleanse like in quotation marks because they say how it's it's hardier than a regular cleanse but the idea is you're going to give your body a break you're going to reset um, maybe your taste receptors or the things that cause you cravings so that you can maybe uh, reroute yourself to a healthier diet and mm -hmm. so I I tried it I wasn't doing it as a cleanse so much as like oh Here's several meals that I don't have to cook. <laughs> I could just like make a salad or whatever to go with it. And so, but I, they are pretty hearty. I feel like they needed a little bit of salt, maybe a little bit of seasoning. But overall, um, they were good. Now, I couldn't do them all because they had, some of them had black beans. So I just gave those to my mom. But the ones that I ate were really, you know, pretty good. Mm -hmm. So there's another option if you don't want to do like, you know, a raw fruits and veggies or juices or whatever, just to give your body a chance to, a chance. Yeah. to And break. I always do say baby step it. I think that to do a diehard juice cleanse is difficult. So maybe start with something like a soup and then maybe do a one day with some raw fruits and vegetables and work your way up to a mm -hmm. three day and maybe a five day. I mean, you would not just like throw on some running shoes and start with a marathon, right? You're going to start with like a 5K or, you know, just get on the treadmill and try one mile, you know? Right. Um, and so it's the same way. You can't just jolt your body like that. So there, And there's a lot of options like mm -hmm. the soups. and Yeah, we should point out that what, as we're talking about cleansing, different types of cleanses, juice and soup and plant-based, just entirely, not even plant-based, entirely vegetable, basically, um, cleanses, that there's a theme here that there are no animal products in these um, cleanses. Right. Um, and there's no... Uh, dairy in these cleanses, right? And so the idea that that speaks to something of like the bot, what what really helps the body to reset? Fruits and vegetables, plants, whole plants as much as possible. And so that's really the key part. Like whatever per a person tries to do or intends to do is great as a reset. Can I just? I'm gonna do a dig right here. Okay, a plant based cleanse is better than keto as a reset. Oh my god. <laughs> You and this keto. What did keto I ever do to you? Anti keto. Anti keto. Okay. okay. What did keto ever do to you? I just. Down. Yeah, no, I just. Plant based is a better <laughs> reset. And on all these cleanses, that's the theme. That's one of the themes, right? And so doing what's best for your body, go find what works. Maybe you can't have soup because it has beans, but there is something that you can find to help you reset and to 
get in touch with your body um, and um, reduce the cravings so you can actually hear what your body's trying to say, which is more important than losing weight. It's knowing what your body is saying so that you can eat and live sustainably according to your biology. And as always, just want to remind everyone that we are not physicians, so make sure that you talk to a qualified health professional what? before you... I know. I play one on the internet. <laughs> yeah, and the good thing... I'm on WebMD like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> WebMD will get you messed up, man. It's like either you have a headache or you're, uh, you're about a to brain die. Tumor. You yeah. have a, a week to live. <laughs> no, don't, don't WebMD it. But... Um, to that point of us not being doctors, um, one of the things about doing the regulated cleanses, whether it's a soup cleanse or a juice cleanse, is a lot of these companies, they have um, done all of the research to make sure that you are, one, actually cleansing your body, and two, you're getting what you need. So like when I do the juice cleanses, I never have a headache from not eating. Um, I never have any adverse effects. So we do, or I do at least, speak for myself, recommend um going out and b buying or um, doing a regulated cleanse because just going to your kitchen and saying, okay, I'm only going to have kale for three days, is that's not the, the, same. the same as, you know, getting all of the different nutrients that you mm -hmm. need to really cleanse your body um, the way that these cleanses are designed to do. So, And, and to that point, specifically, blue, uh, there, are, there are lots of them. The yeah. one that I've done is the Blueprint cleanse that they actually have before you pick your level of intensity and then they have a step each cleanse it a each juice is in a specific order yes and so to to lisa's point about pick something that's regulated so you don't have to think too hard but also that you're not just like making it up as you go um is really really important right so i was just thinking just to recap for our listeners the brands that we have used before and that we like and that we recommend for the cleanses um, are Suja, S-U-J-A, and Blueprint, which you can find online. You can usually find them at Whole Foods, too. And if you're local in D.C., there is Kepra, there is Drink, Puree, and Turning Natural, which are all in the Washington, D.C. area. They all have websites, too. And then Supergirl, which is the soup cleanse, um, also local. And we'll make sure to post all of these in, in the, the show, show notes, notes, which I hope everyone goes and looks at the show notes because we have so much fun putting those together. I hope everybody tries a, a cleanse, cleanse of oh, that some too. sort, uh -huh. you know? <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this, or sorry, Listen. if you're listening to this. <laughs> you're not watching. If you're watching this, I'm scared because <laughs> there's no one here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're listening to this and you'd like support to, as you're doing your juice cleanse, we're thinking of as a team, we talked about this on our Instagram, doing a juice cleanse individually so we can talk about it. And we did something, um, we did a plant-based challenge last year. Now we're going to do a cleanse of some sort. Each team member is going to pick one. So um, if you want to do it with us, uh, reach out to us in some way so we can recognize you and so that we can make sure that you are in the know when we, uh, when we do that. And you, you have support. So when you're hungry at 3 o'clock and you need somebody to talk you off the edge, we'll be there. Absolutely. Well, not actually, but, you know, virtually. Well, hopefully you're not, you're on the, you're on the animal-based edge. You're going to eat, like, a piece of chicken. Or, or And we're going to talk you off of that ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I love it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> 
We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us on social media at The Jealous Vegan on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or at thejealousvegan.com and sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content to support your plant-based journey. And until then, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress.